Pickaxe. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Oh, hello. Welcome back to the Trifles Podcast. Oh, gosh, podcast. You, you just woken oh. me up with a start. Oh, That's what I, oh, 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 hello. Oh. Get out of bed, P-Flex. <laughs> the house is on fire. Oh, my God. <laughs> Quick, save your family. Well, oh. I might oh. just save my computer. Grab your hard drives and get out. <laughs> <laughs> I Grab need it, this gra- stuff. Quickly clear my browser history. Hang on, hang on a second. <laughs> oh, man. There's a lot here. There's a lot of little cached files in this. A lot of videos, a lot of... Oh, what's it's taking it ages. You, if you were alone in the house and you were you could re- you realised you were dying, like everything's growing dark, what is the chance you'd come in and just factory reset your PC just to be on the safe side? Oh, or just, man. Yeah. They'd find you dead with a drill in hand, having drilled through the platform of your hard drives. I think it's like uh, I think that's like such a good uh, general life tip and warning for people as well because you never know when you're gonna go right if you're spending your time doing like a lot of weird shit and stuff like that and then suddenly you go people are gonna find out about it you know like post yeah but you're gonna be dead I know but still you don't you want don't your want legacy to be smirching your legacy yeah, yeah we found him uh, with uh, with a ball gag and a Pikachu butt plug in his ass and um, you know <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. If you if you do that and you're proud of it and you don't mind, that's that's fine. But if you if you're hiding like a deep dark secret and you don't want it to ever be known, you know, maybe just be careful. I'm just saying, be careful. I, su- I suppose that the legacy I'd be worried about would be if if my kids remembered me me negatively because they'd seen how bad I was at Dota or something. You know, it would be it yeah. might be something that you would want to put in your past yeah. for the sake right. of your uh, what would it be antecedents or I think it would be right the, the just, kids that come after people that come after you so i wouldn't want people to look back and say sure oh grandpa ted what was he like oh well we all thought he was all right but he's crazy you know something like that so i guess that's i don't care about legacy as in what people think of me but i would hate to embarrass my i think it is very easy for that to happen though for like you know you to be talking about someone and then you hear one thing and you're like, I believe this totally, right? <laughs> so, for example, uh, I don't know if I can tell this, but I was on holiday. Did I tell you? This? I was on holiday with some folks, and one of them is is working at a, a work as is a published author, mm-hmm. uh, a quite a big publisher, and it's also a publisher of a I don't want to say a, a, a British legend, but quite a, a British man that we all know the name of. Okay, uh, a, a celebrity, a British, okay. quite a famous British celebrity, and an author. And oh. an email went round the publisher. Okay saying that please please if you work for this publishing house be careful around this particular man because he's slept with three different interns and given them venereal diseases oh my god <laughs> holy crap so, so he's obviously a bit alan of a scumbag bennett. it's alan bennett it's not, it's not alan bennett he's a national treasure i didn't say national treasure right. he's not a national treasure but he is a well-known and I had good respect for him before. I'll tell you guys who it is after the podcast. But, Can you just message uh, us on try on on the the, the WhatsApp because I'm desperate to know now. I won't yeah, say anything. I need anything. to know. Okay, fine. I'll type it in the Discord. Um, I'll just type. No, it don't in do Discord. that. Why? Well, I'll delete it again. All right. Okay, there you go. I put it. Oh in. my god. 
<laughs> no, come on. I'm not surprised by that in all I'm honesty. not surprised, but at the same time, come on. I Jeez. know, I know. And Ooh. I believe it because this person who I was on a holiday with is a publisher also at that publishing house. And, you know, I believe that this is true now. Um, and it's amazing the stuff that you just, that can ruin your legacy. You yeah, know? well. Once that all comes yeah, out, which true. I'm sure it will. I, it's I true. never um, liked this person yeah. in any way. Uh, I know, like, I know you can't, you have much control. You don't have any control, actually, over, like, what what happens around your death and stuff like that. Mm. But I just, I I always, like, I always think, you know, like, somebody you hold in such a high esteem, but you don't know much about them, you know, like, this sort of, like, these parasocial relationships or whatever. Right. Um, and uh, you just think, you know, you, you, you have this person up on a pedestal, you know, you see them just in, like, the, the nicest light possible throughout their whole life or whatever. But what if you're just... Just like the, uh, you know, the, a police officer or like a detective or something, you turn up to a scene where somebody's passed away and it's like a high profile person that you held in some scene, you know, like, like say Liz Hurley passed away or whatever. You go into her bathroom where, where, where she passed away or her bedroom or whatever. And there's just a big shit in her pants. You know what I mean? Like it would right. just, it would ruin your whole what do I got, Sarge? concept of this person, right? Looks You'd be like, like well, I can never look at, I can never admire the work ever again now that I've seen her dead with a shit in her pants. You know what I mean? Liz like Hurley died. Well, yeah, she got a shit in her pants. But like, just like a big, like protruding log, like in her pants. Could you that imagine she had that no control being written over. on her tombstone as well? Yeah, died with a shit in her pants. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, like she just has like a like a chocolate mustache. She died eating chocolate, or just like something really, just like you know, really like, dumb. Yeah, something really like dumb. Elvis but, on the toilet, you know, yeah. that follows him. Doesn't That's true. It? Everybody always I mean, thinks I don't know of if Elvis that was dying on the true. toilet. Like, no, he did dying die on the, the bog, didn't he? Cheeseburger. Yeah, he did. But like, even worse than just dying on the toilet. What if you walked in the room and it just stunk of bo? Like he just had really bad bo and then died on the I toilet or whatever. He did. You know, <laughs> he probably did. But like, you don't really think about these things. You know, you just see these. people people uh moving and shaking up on stage and you know mr saturday night putting on the razzle dazzle and stuff but you know these people all poop and stink and and do all these normal things you know and then you know, oftentimes when you find them dead well they're probably in the middle of doing those normal things you know what i mean yeah it's just like uh i don't know i'd hate to have that job where you you're just like the, the curtain is pulled back every time well I, i'd find okay. it hard to appreciate these people anymore if i just yeah two things one Sometimes things are out of their control. My boiler, my hot water boiler broke this week, started leaking through the floor. Oh, the first no, no. thing I noticed was the, the the ceiling was dripping in the in oh, the I've lounge. Had that. Like, I've oh, had that exact thing. It's terrifying. It's yeah. terrifying. And so I ran upstairs and was like, ah! And I turned all the taps and got it to turn off. And it was it's fucked the whole ceiling of the lounge. And it soaked the whole fucking upstairs with boiling hot water. And I was, I was wringing it up with a towel, trying to soak it all up. And I scalded my hand really badly. Oh so all my fucking skin's flaking off my oh fucking my fingers. God. Yeah. Like an old woman. And so you'd, uh, let me guess as well. You'd stripped right down to your G-string and your turtleneck to do this. And you were <laughs> worried that if you died trying to wring out all this scalding hot water, that people would just find you in that state. Just like water burns all over your legs. <laughs> so <laughs> you got the turtleneck on. 
<laughs> yeah, and smelling of B.O. because I hadn't had a shower. <laughs> so, I mean, it, that was the problem, right? Like, I got up and it happened in the morning early and I hadn't had a shower yet. And I, I obviously caught it early. If I was on holiday, the whole fucking flat would have been fucked. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but I uh, was 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 okay. And, and so I didn't have a shower. So I called the plumber and they came round. And, of course, they didn't come round. They said, oh, mm. I'll be round, I'll be round, I'll be round. I keep promising they'll be round. They didn't come round at all. So I was like, for fuck's sake. So the next day, um, I was like, obviously still haven't had a shower. And I'm like, what am I fucking going to do? And the, the, the problem's like, don't worry, I'll be here at like 11. So I was like, okay. So my partner, I was like, can I, can I, can I go, you know, to the, to the office and, you know, have a shower there and do some work? And my partner was like, you can't leave me here because I had an experience when I was, was younger that was when, this, when the workman came around to install something, he like hit on me. And was really creepy. Yeah. And he then, I've told you this, but he came back later afterwards because she was really nice to him. She came back late. He came back later. It really freaked her out. It was a really horrible time. So I was waiting around for this plumber. 11 o'clock came, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock. Still wasn't fucking here. I was like, you're fucking joking me. So um, it turns, finally turns up. And of course, he can't fix the problem. He's like, oh, you got to order some parts. So I'm like, I've been like two days. I'm like, I really want, like every hour, I'm like, I really want to shower, like more and more. Um, I just, I just, it's, it's, it's almost like it probably wouldn't have bothered me. Man, you are just go, to, go about to a pool, go to like a, yeah. a gym that has a pool and, mm. and they normally have showering facilities. You, you can just, just, you can uh, have a cleanup or a YMCA. Jump in the you, pool. You can have a hot meal and you can have a swim and you could do whatever you feel over there. What I'm saying is it was just out of my control. And at that point I did go to the office and have a shower because we got this shower downstairs, which is by the way, the fucking smallest possible footprint cubicle you could possibly oh, imagine. It's like well, an airplane toilet. you know toilet, how the other half right? live, eh? You were probably using your executive shower room this whole time. No, no, and no. now you have this, to use the, the pleb the one. The office shower is so fucking tiny. Wait, there's an office shower? There's an office shower, but you can't bend over. I'm not even joking. <laughs> oh, it's well, where's the fun small. in that? <laughs> 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 no, it's like a vertical astronaut fucking shower or some shit where you fucking squeeze your way in, you get the shower, and then you can't really even like bend over to like like dry yourself. So you have to sort of try and lift your legs up to put socks on again. It's a disaster. So if anyway. you drop the soap in that shower, you just have to slither down awkwardly to pick it up. And that's yeah. very boring then. I think you'd have to like probably do. What like, if you some blow your back weird... out mid pickup as well? Well, at least you're, I think you're stuck in like a and coffin. then you die. <laughs> <in> <laughs> you're in a coffin. <laughs> they, they just tip the shower all. over. Oh my god! They tip the shower over, nail a door across, and just it's bury like you fucking like that. caving. You know, it's like that guy who died in the nutty butty cove or whatever, where he fucking crawled in face first, got stuck, and they couldn't get him uh, out again. You mean Wookie Hall, Cheddar Gorge? No, one of those. There was some the people caving. People are the most idiotic people by the way um, oh man have you seen caver, those YouTube videos where those me. guys are crawling in those really really tight I like, can't watch them I can't watch them I mean either no yeah. they like that's my worst nightmare are holy they, shit are they they're, uh, why would you do that like, I don't go know go to a dank wet fucking hole in, and you like... don't even know if, like what if you get jammed down there oh my and you God, just don't. can't get out oh. that is just like that makes me want to my most up. regular nightmare genuinely oh man it's just horrendous you ever have uh, you ever have those ones where you're like sliding down a tube or like a slide or something and you get stuck and you're I, just like I, I don't what have the hell? that I, I tend now to what? have one which is it's a recurring one where it, I think I, I'm honestly pretty sure we've spoken about this before but it, it'll be in a dream I'm in a building like an office or some kind of uh, business place 
and I go off to find something or I need to go somewhere. And as I'm wandering off, I start to get lost and I end up going down and down and down more perilous looking staircases until I get to the basement. And I'll realize that I'm stuck and I'm lost. And the only way out is an incredibly narrow pipe that gets impossibly narrow. And there's like a ladder at the end. So I have to try and get up here and I'm trying to squeeze. Yeah. And it's like, I, I wake up every time sweating because the idea of voluntarily thinking, what should I do this weekend? Let's go into a place where you need special equipment just to hope to God you survive, uh, to mm. go into this cave, which could flood unexpectedly, or there could be a rock fall and I'm stuck down here. And the wor the even worse ones are ones where it's underwater as well. Oh God, like yeah, they do this. I, I watched a podcast, I think unfortunately it was the Joe Rogan podcast, but anyway, it was one where this guy goes down there with this other guy and he was leading this other guy around. They have these tow lines that you hold onto and you follow them into the depths. Because if you let go of it, you are lost. And any movement spills up all this dust that just clouds oh, it and you can't man. see anything. So you have to hold on. To if you lose the line, you're basically done for. Yeah. And he ha he basically has to leave this guy behind. That he's taken cave diving or whatever. He's taken him there and the guy, you know, panics or whatever. And that's, he's like, what? Right, got to leave him. And it's like, what the fuck? How is that a hobby? That would be like yeah, saying, that's... like, you know, do you want to go to the swimming pool and someone gets in trouble and you're like, well, I've got to say myself, I'm sorry. It's too perilous a situation. You're, you're going to have to drown. You, you knew the risks coming in. It's like, this isn't fun anymore. This isn't a hobby. This is like, you're so desperate for danger that you're putting your life on the line. What, for the story? Is that it? Is it for the story? I don't understand. It's awful. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't get it either. I would never do anything like that. I just think I, I don't want to get stuck somewhere where I'm like trapped or can't move or you, you know, whatever. Like, I just think yeah. that would just be the worst. Terrifying. Be awful. Um, there is this thing, this study. Well, that's not study. There's this thing called um, micro morts, right? Which are one in a million chance of dying. Okay. Right. So it kind of is a way to measure the riskiness of day-to-day -day activities, okay. right? Um, and it's a, it's a kind of an interesting idea because one micromort is a roughly equal to living one day at age 20, right? Okay. So if you're 20 years old, a whole day, you have a one in a million chance of dying. Is of that regardless of what you're doing that day? On average, across the planet. So for so, but so that, that's interesting because, first of all, I, I would like it to be more nation-specific because if I'm 20... I think there are. Yeah. yeah. So the, the question is, for that average day... If that's the average day of someone living somewhere without clean running water, that's obviously a very different statistic from someone living in Bristol, say. Like, what is the yes. micro-mort for a 20-year-old in Bristol? That's what I'd, I'd need to see that. But uh, so what easy that's things can I do? That's probably be average, right? It's, it's still about one. You'd be surprised, like, the, the, the sort of the, the general rate of people dying in car accidents or, oh, yeah, yeah, or surprise surprise events yeah. and stuff like that is fairly consistent globally. But, I mean, it will vary and up and down. But, and murder. And, and murder. You know, even in, like, peaceful old England, still people do get you murdered You do from get time a murderer time. or two once in a while. Um. So, uh, by uh, interesting micromort stuff. So, for example, if you were one day alive at age 20, you've got one in a million chance of dying. That goes up by one in a million if you spend the day skiing. Wow. Uh, so you only double. Skiing. You double your chance of death, but it's still only two in a million. So, yeah. So, for every 40 teaspoons of peanut butter you eat uh, that day, <laughs> then you've got a one in, an extra one in a million chance of dying. 
that's, um, that's weird. I would say that's because you, you're probably in terrible shape if you're eating that much peanut butter in one sitting. I think that's the point. I think I think generally eating 40 teaspoons of peanut butter gives you an increased chance of dying by one in a million. Okay, it gives you one micromort well, in okay. one sitting. 40 teaspoons of peanut butter. Well, I, th- I think I think I think the idea of this is that it just increases your chance of dying. By one in a minute. So because you're eating peanut butter, you're eating a lot more fat, mm. you're getting a lot more heart disease chance. It's pointing so to some every, warning signs. Actually. Every 40 teaspoons of peanut butter you eat gives you an extra one in a million chance of dying. So it's cumulative in a sense. Right, okay. Uh, but not not cumulative in that that's It's like an extra, you know, like... it's, it's uh, Anyway, it's hard to explain, but um, it, it kind of is a way to g- track a, a, the riskiness of an activity. So some of them are cumulative and some of them are not. Like the riskiness of living a day is one. But the riskiness of eating four teaspoons of peanut butter over a year is also one. Okay. Um, in the same way, eating a hundred charred steaks is also wow. one. A hundred. Because they can. Yeah. A hundred. Yeah. Because charred day? steaks. Co- no. In, in overall, over yeah, over however many years, is also one in a hundred charred steaks. You have a, a better chance of dying. I ate steak yesterday. I had steak yesterday. We had chimichurri steaks yesterday. Well, dinner. you have to eat another 99 and then you'll increase your chances by a million. So yeah, I guess over a year. I'm on the case. Like, well, Let's what's, go. What steak was that that he had yesterday? Probably like. Not this that's year. That's got to probably be about your 500th steak. Like, this year? Realistically. No, in your whole life. So, oh, easily. Yeah. So, you're, uh, so you're, your chance of dying is like skyrocketing. Actually, do you know now. what? I, I, I probably right have steak edge. once a month at best. Yeah. And okay. That's that's only in the last sort of. Well, I'd I probably have like a teaspoon of peanut years. butter every day. I would have thought. Like oh, I eat yeah. peanut butter. Regularly. All right. Okay. Well, let's just calculate. So you're like, let's just say you got one in a million chance of dying every day. So over a year, that's the 355 micromorts, right? How many peanut butters do you eat over the course of a year? Teaspoons or, or steaks? You know? Oh man, I'd say like I'd probably have. I'd average about a teaspoon of peanut butter a day. Like some days I don't okay. have any, but like I'm putting more than a teaspoon. So on we're toast, talking you know, like, like one micromort per month. So you could add an extra twelve micromorts. So you're at, so you go three sixty five as your basic, but then you're adding twelve more. That'll cost you three hundred seventy seven micromorts. Right. Uh, so 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 other things. So what are my chances thousand, then, Doc? What? Well, there's a lot more. There's oh, a right. lot more things that can kill you. Okay. Right? So eating a thousand bananas. That has. Okay. That's another one. That's 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 a one micromort. I probably eat tr- about hundred and twenty bananas a year. What have they done wrong? Uh, they've got radiation in them, so they can give you cancer. Hasn't oh, everything right. got radiation in it? I mean, yes, but bananas have particularly more because of the potassium. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So, but but it's a trivial amount. One micromort okay. for a thousand bananas is a, tr- a trivial amount. So so you get an increase of um, one micromort if you walk twenty miles a day. Uh, you get an increase of one micromort if you travel. How many steps is miles. that per day? Because we don't really. 20 it's twenty twenty two now. You don't really deal with miles anymore. It's all it's all about the steps, right? Well, yeah, um, it's twenty miles is quite a lot of steps. I think okay. it's probably about fifty thousand steps or something. It's a lot, right? Um, so yeah, more than you think. <laughs> if you travel two hundred miles by car, that's one micromort. If you travel a thousand miles by plane, that's one micromort. And if you go rock climbing. Once that's three microbots. Mm. Okay, so three rock climbing quite dangerous. However, yeah. it gets worse. All right, if you scuba dive, that's five microbots. That's well, only yeah. five. Per dive. Wow, scuba diving per five per dive. Uh, if you run a marathon, you've got a seven microbot increase. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, so, so there's seven. a lot that can go wrong during a marathon. Yeah, if you go skydiving, 
Uh, it's eight if you're in the UK or US, but ten globally. So obviously more people dive skydiving. <laughs> oh, wow. You're more likely to die in outside the UK than the be US. More if you in Russia as well. There. Christ. Uh, riding a motorcycle for 50 miles. That's 10 micromorts. Oh, yeah, that's super dangerous. What about uh, playing video games all day? Well, we'll get to that. Right. Oh, it's, up, it's, up, it's even higher oh, up the list. Oh, God. <laughs> so um, if, you, <laughs> if you have a general anaesthetic, right, where you get knocked out for an emergency operation, that is... What uh, about just like a, a non-emergency operation? Well, either way, you're getting knocked out, aren't you? Either way, there is a yeah. no. But there I'm is trying a... to. Is it? Is it the the circumstances? A non-emergency. Yeah. Oh, right, so no, okay. just generally going under general anesthetic has a ten micromore increase. Right. Um, That's so, fucking yeah, you're... nuts. The way anesthetic is kind of crazy when you think about it. Like you, a lot of people just die and don't wake up. Yeah. 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 Well, not a lot, but no. It's not again. These are not big numbers. I these think in the grand scheme of things, though, in in terms of ways of of going out, that's got to be like a decent one, right? Like it's like providing you're not in a massive amount of pain or whatever. But like, I mean, it sucks. Don't get me wrong. If it's just like a routine thing, but at least like you didn't really know what was happening. You know, like you just kind of you go under and then you um, just never wake up again. It's kind of sick. Yeah, it's kind of like sick to think about, but. You know what I mean? It's at least mm. like, like I think I I think honestly that's got to be one of the better ways than like you know some of the alternatives. I think so. Yeah. More dangerous than that is playing American football. Oh yeah. Uh, one that's game a, is a well, twenty. One game is a twenty micromort chance of dying. Well, yeah, because um, of the uh, because of all the the head trauma that you can you can suffer potentially. Eh? Even worse than that is using heroin. If you use heroin once, you get that's a thirty micromort increase. Yeah. Mm. Just from one. One heroin. One. One heroin. One, heroin. <laughs> One taste of the uh, steel. What's the opposite of a micromort? Uh, is there anything micro- that can lower this, or is it all just it's risk? A, it's a macromort. <laughs> <laughs> that's a one in a million chance of not dying. Yeah. So that's like doing something like getting shot in the head. But what if I do is, if I do twenty hail marys a day, is that like five macromorts to to? Oh, minus morts. It, maybe balance it out. Minus, minus morts. Negative micromorts. Yeah. I reckon you could do stuff that gets negative micromorts. What if Honestly, I donate to like uh, green vegetables? Well, it's like it's turning into like just a karma <laughs> system. <laughs> <laughs> what if I help a homeless man? Uh, yeah, I think any all of these stuff would probably help your your, your karma. Macromorts. Yeah, it yeah. would work. Giving birth is. Um, um, is is tricky because it's on here a couple of times. It's got different stats um, for what kind of way you do it. So cesarean has a, the worst chance. You can die. There's 170 micromorts Oof. involved in cesarean birth. Cesareans are nuts though because it's they're weird because they're they're planned. You know, like you're you you don't even necessarily need to fully be in labor. Like it's just they give you a date and a time. They say turn up and then. Oh, I don't boom. think that's that's not always true. You're, dude, you're going it? for it. Like no, it's not are, always there, true. There but are like, emergency cesareans. There stuff. are, yeah, but I mean, like just like your average sort of planned one. You know, it's like I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. You, you it's feel like still they're confident dangerous. enough with it where it wouldn't be so risky. You know what I mean? Like it almost seems routine in some countries. Some mm. countries like really favor them, but. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Now, I haven't mentioned the um, age-related issue here. So, obviously, when you're age 20, you only get one micromort per day, right? But that goes up dramatically mm. as you get older, okay? Now, when you're age 45... Oh, no. ...the micromorts per day of you dying, basically getting out of bed, 
Every day, you have a six microvolts. Oh, my, oh my God, God man. Don't tell Flax that. He's 45, for Christ's sake. I'm 46. <laughs> He's 46, for fuck's sake. Like, so you're six times more likely to die oh than a 20-year-old just of, for being around. Just walking around. Just give me a break, Mort. Man, Stop no, it gets a like, lot worse yeah, when you, you get see, older. Think of all this, but look at all the people. Like, just have a look around one day and look at all the old people who just seem like you know they're just plodding along quite comfortably and stuff like that. You well, know, this what is I mean? it. like, it's still it's, it's still a, it's it's a six in a million. It's not a big chance. And even that increase from one one in a million to six in a million, you know, you still don't. It's, those odds are all right. You know, I'd I'd play that. I'd go to the the casino with six in a million. Just to, you know, it's not a problem. Mm. But when you get to seventy five, the chance you'll die on a given day is a hundred in a million, which is suddenly. But um, isn't isn't six in a million the same numbers. as one in one hundred and seventy thousand or something? Which sounds even worse. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But but a hundred in a million is obviously only uh, one in uh, one in ten thousand chance of dying every day. Hang on. So pretty, how many people bad. live in Bournemouth? Right. <laughs> this is important. Right. <laughs> he needs to know. So the population in Bournemouth is about one hundred and eighty-three thousand four hundred ninety-one. Yeah. Okay, roughly. That's in 2011. Yeah. So let's say it's around it's around one person my age should die in Bournemouth every year or every day. Every day. Okay. Yeah, probably. So 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 on average in England and Wales about 24 people die per day, I think. Um well no, basically half a million people die on average in England every every year and there's what 60 million people. Mm. So yeah, there's a lot of people dying every day. Mm. Uh, half a million every year. That's a lot. How right? many of them do you think are being found with like just a shit in their pants? Or <laughs> probably quite a few. I would, I would wager. So 1,400 people die a day in God England damn. and Wales. So I think on average the micro morts, it, it, it varies. But 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 yeah, the chances of dying as you get older get get a lot worse. If you're 90. It goes up to 500 micromorts. Well, yeah, I mean, come on, that's pretty old. Like, and it, it's, I mean, it's doable, but like, I think, I think things that you, you wouldn't worry about so much in your 20s uh, I mean, or your 40s. Yeah, remember or whatever, all this is average. All of a sudden, it's, become it's not, like, it's not spontaneous yeah. death. It's sometimes, you know, they'll be sick for a while. You know, it doesn't take much though when you're 90. Like, just one bad fall or something like that. Like, especially if you're mountaineering in. The Himalayas, because that increases it by twelve thousand. Well, Good shit, God. Yeah. So if you're ninety and you're mountaineering in the Himalayas, I feel like when you're ninety, your your only job is to just uh, avoid being in the hospital. I feel like once you're like ninety plus and you get into the hospital, you're pretty much gone, right? Like, but you're I not think they, I think the reason you're in there is because you're pretty much gone. Like, I don't think. Well, yeah, that's there. what I mean. But right. I, like, I think you can you can kind of like almost try to avoid it. Like, I mean, you know, obviously it's not that's not going to be the case. But like, you know what I mean? Like, just try to avoid like you know traps like that you would fall into and stuff like that you know like don't do too much walking or maybe do like some moderate exercise but not too much and mm. I, like i feel like it's like a really really like finely tuned balancing act at that point you know so so some of these stats might be interesting to you so so obviously playing american football is 20 but if you served in the us armed forces in afghanistan through the entire year of 2010 that only increased your micromorts by the same equivalent of playing one game of American football. What? Um, yeah, so there was actually like, because a lot of people served and a lot of people came back and a lot of people were in administrative roles or didn't necessarily, weren't under that much danger. Good like heavens. it was actually 
relatively low. And then the other things that you might think of are pretty high. So, yeah, mountaineering in the Himalayas is 12,000, but climbing to try and ascend Mount Everest is 40,000. astronauts, uh, Which is a fucking huge amount, a huge number. But if you got infected by COVID uh-huh. um, and you weren't vaccinated, that was a 10,000 micromort chance of dying. Wow. Um, so, you know, compared to things like the Spanish flu, which had like a 3,000 micromort calculation, COVID was like three times more, over three times more likely to kill you um, than than the others wow which is which is which makes sense uh, cases are uh, on the rise again now aren't they they're going they're going crazy again over here they're yeah. talking about potentially making people wearing masks again and stuff like which hasn't been the case for a long time yeah so yeah there's there's some, i just thought that was really fucking interesting of micromorts i mean there's, there's i know um, a bunch of people who've got covid at the moment yeah loads of parents and kids and all the rest of it yeah but- like a week later, they're back in school or they're back at work or whatever. And well, I think it's partly vaccination. It's partly like you know that fucking game where you can mutate a disease to make it more infectious yeah, yeah, but yeah. less virulent. Oh yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like that's generally Is the it perception, like or that, something like that. that yeah, the, the latest sort of ver- versions of it have been less deadly but more infectious. Yeah, maybe um, there's I mean, a noob uh, behind the controls who doesn't. Some doesn't, noob. doesn't know how to metagame Plague Inc. Well, it metal games itself. <laughs> <laughs> Which but so talking about this like idea of a dead man's switch, do you obviously people prepare for their death by writing a will? Um Oh shit, know. that but reminds do, me. We keep thinking do we meaning need, to do that and then forgetting. Do we need to like do you need to do other stuff though too? Like pr- pr- like you know, have a little button on the side of your computer that wipes it like they have in those in movies, you know, like one of them Amazon buttons that orders new kitchen roll or whatever um you know you what? i thought for a while pc to wipe it i thought for a while that there could be a um you could set That's up a business idea you could set up an way. online yeah. thing that you you put a load of contact information in login information for things if you want whatever and because people have these big connected lives online you could get it so that every let's say i don't want to say every month because there might be an occasion where you just can't get in touch with the service but there needs to be some kind of definitive way that the service finds out that you've died, right? And okay. when it finds that out, it auto-fires off a bunch of emails that you've pre-written uh, or contacts people, shuts down yeah. things, logs maybe you out like, of maybe, stuff, whatever. Yeah, maybe you have like three people who you, you, you can trust and they're like trusted emails. And if they send like a death certificate to this thing, the men in black come around to your house and they're like, we're here to collect Pyrian Flax's computer right. and all the magazines from under his mattress. <laughs> magazines. Come and, and... <laughs> on. I just took the best bits out and laminated them and hung them in the forest like any good pervert would. <laughs> yeah. That's the way to do it. No, because this is the problem isn't it it's like very hard to you know it's such a young man's thing social media but mm. but, but you know well, there's going to be a, a a wealth of of dead pages of literally yeah people being dead pages i'd want to send a tweet calling out all the people i want to call out from beyond the grave spilling right. the beans like a mega thread of bean spilling oh my god you just want to do one one final bean spill yeah. Before you, before you peace out. Ironically, I died in a bean spillage. <laughs> you died, did you? Drowned in a vat of beans. <laughs> oh, man. What's the chance of what's the microwaves of dying in no, a fucking bean spillage? No, it's like that spillage. scene in RoboCop where the dude accidentally uh, he gets shot he gets and then he hit drives. By the toxic stuff. He drives yeah. into the toxic thing, but He's it's going, a. 
<laughs> it's at the Heinz factory and it's a big bad vat yeah. of beans. You're covered in beans. The guy's like, get away from me, man. Get run over Just by some guy the whole in, the, time. In, the, in the bean van. Smashes you to bits. Oh, man. I, I think pe- beans people have probably died of fake beans. Um, well, I wonder what the what the uh, what the more the the Morty points is on that one. Um, how many how many tins of baked beans and how many? Um... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Here you go. I've got one for you. Suffolk Gazette. Man drowned in bath full of beans. He was raising (laughs) money for Prince William's air ambulance service. German. This is is his name. His name is the most German name imaginable. German Heinz Müller who's lived in Suffolk most oh, of his shit. life, wanted to raise £300 for the East Anglian Air Ambulance. But an inquest said he died a terrible death when the charity stunt in a village pub went tragically wrong. He was oh, told fuck. an old iron bath had been placed in the public bar at the Dog and Duck and filled with 500 tons, tins, tons, tins of baked beans um, by a local supermarket because they were past the sell-by date. Mr. Moore, an electrician from Barry St. Edmunds, had to strip to his boxer shorts. That's what he signed up for. He lay in the bath for 24 hours in order to raise cash. But at 4.30, while the landlord was in the cellar changing a barrel, he fell asleep and drowned. Oh, my fuck. Come on, I I was only downstairs for a few minutes. When I got back to the bar, I could not see Heinz in the bath. I assumed he must have given up and got out. Think about now, it was all very ironic. Because I remember Don't Leave Me This Way by the Communards was playing on the jukebox at the time. Oh, my God. Right, Why did he need to say that? This, this is a joke, I think. This has got to be a April okay, Fool's so what if right? I, I mean, so this guy drowns in the beans and they have to take his body out or whatever. And then they have to empty the tub of the beans. What if you're like emptying the tub of beans and there's just a shit in there? Like, no, no, no. Look at this fucking look that's at this his, article. His parting gift. He just look did at a this shit article. Look at the end. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's I, it's a joke. It's a joke. I hope Mr. Muller's family could draw some comfort from the fact that his death will be a warning to other charity fundraisers not to push themselves to the limits of endurance. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mrs. Muller was too upset to speak to the Suffolk Gazette outside the court, but neighbour and family friend Jack Bentley said it's such a terrible shame because Hines was lovely and lively character. He was so full of beans. Indeed. So it, it, I'm on. sorry, I've been duped. I apologise. It cannot be real. But there is um, a story here saying that a woman... Uh, oh, because his name's Hines. Yeah, a woman fell Poor to her Hines death toast. at a block of flats in Bristol. This is, this is in April of this year, after a resident claimed they overheard arguing over a can of baked beans. So it's actually more dangerous to get in an argument about baked beans than it is to be around baked beans, I would wager. I mean, if the argument heats up and somebody throws an entire full tin of baked beans at somebody, that could really hurt. Well, if the argument heats up, that's how you want your beans, though. You don't want them cold. You can have yeah. them cold. If you're in like a, you know, like a conflict situation or whatever. I mean, p- people have probably spilt some beans on the floor and slipped on them and cracked their head on oh, the countertop. Oh, yeah, no doubt. We're in Britain. There's a lot of beans being eaten. I, I mean, there, pro- there is probably a micromort associated with that, you know, a 0.1 micromorts per can of beans. Wait, like, why, they- why 0.1 for, uh, like, peanut butter 
it gets gets a higher risk factor than eating baked beans? Come on. Well, it's much fattier. It's yeah, got but fat the beans. It. I, think, are... I think it's the fat and the salt that's in it, or whatever. I you mean, know? I know beans are good for your heart, but they, you know, as they say, the more you eat, the more you fart. And I, I feel like that could be risky too. You know, you just get really full of wind. You know, maybe you well, have no, but, trouble passing the wind. Like, but like you said, I think the macro, the micro morts, the minus morts that that the beans give for your heart probably undo the danger of murdering your wife in an accident or a bean or, argument, know, argu- yeah. argument related to beans Gosh, <laughs> a bean related homicide can you imagine <laughs> bean bean aside <laughs> no that sounds awful um and and i'm sure it has happened but but that one actually does sound legit bad pflex mm. uh we do it's very sad um but yeah look here you go eating baked beans can re- reduce your risk of early death from any cause Ooh, a minus they, mort um, uh, because they contain Plant proteins, yes. you know, instead of meat protein. Yes. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Yet, yeah. Again, yet again, the vegan and vegetarian agenda finds its way onto the podcast it's, through well, subtle you know, means. We gotta be, gotta be smug. About Flax, it, about come it. on, admit it. You like a, you like a tin of beans from time to time. Uh, I like them. So there is a barbecue sauce called Salt Lick that I was sent by my friend in Texas, and she sent me this. Uh, is like a bottle of Salt Lick barbecue sauce. Let me tell you something. If you get miserable baked beans that we normally sell in this country which is literally just in a thin runny ketchup if you add a good barbecue sauce to it with a little bit of heat those beans become magical well you know if you don't they can fuck off well there are, are you, barbecue style are you trying to tell me about magic beans in a no no I've i been... don't want barbecue sauce in the tin because the the sauce is garbage I'm saying I need a dedicated barbecue sauce, a company who's put their stamp on the barbecue world with authority and said, we are going to focus on one thing and one thing only, and it's making the best barbecue sauce we can. Not stuffing it in a tin and going, barbecue, just stick some more sugar in there, mate. Oh, man. I, I'm I, talking I, about actual good barbecue sauce. Add that to the beans. Just trust me. Just trust me. No, it's I, good. I trust you. I'm sure it's probably good, but I got to say, I do really like just a... a a tin of plain ass beans like i don't mind the runny ketchup and stuff like that you know you just put it on some toast or have it with some chips or whatever like they're so good it's bland that's yeah, fine though i mean it's it's <laughs> i admire it's people not like the flagship of the meal right it's just like a put passion into one thing right i admire those people who focus on like making one thing really brilliant right. yep. you know and they dedicate their life to it especially when it's something like barbecue sauce yeah <laughs> it's like a thing that is like you know it's nice to have it it's nice to have someone who cares about it you know yeah that's what that's what i love i like these passionate creative individuals sitting at home doing science you know coming up with just the finest recipe for barbecue sauce it's a little bit like though in a way um the idea that you know the pepsi coke thing you know where they did that test back in the day to say which people preferred Mm. and everyone always did the sip test and they liked pepsi better every time and it was because one sip of pepsi was nicer but when you have to drink a whole can of it, it becomes sickly sweet. I always, I, so, I always leaned uh, towards um, Coca Cola Classic when, if I ever did the taste test, I, I don't know right. why. But and when I used to drink soda, I would drink uh, Coke Classic as well. I just preferred it. I don't know. Well, this was the whole thing about the, the Pepsi edge. challenge, right? And it also led to like new Pepsi. It's really interesting all that stuff about because they made, they basically ended up making their drink sweet, sweeter and sweeter yeah. because any any consumer tests showed that. People liked Pepsi more and they liked it sweeter, but they did, yes, when they drank one sip. But, you know, it meant that, like, the can was just un- un- undrinkable. And you can't really do that in a consumer setting. You can't give people, like, 
an entire fucking can to drink out in the street, you know, mm. um, and expect them to chug the whole thing. So yeah, it was it was a it was a good example of something that that people took their eyes off. And and, I, and in a sense, like I wonder whether the barbecue sauce people can really get perspective. You know, they are hardcore barbecue sauce junkies. They know so, it. Yeah. You know, they have a different taste palette, right? They. And also, they're going to get more and more fucking fucked up by it, right? It's like they're eating it every day. Every they're going to need the harder and harder stuff. They're going to be, like, immune to the sweetness and the deliciousness. That was, you know what, that, that was one of my favourite bits. I think it was Breaking Bad, where they go to the German ketchup factory and the guy tastes the ketchup. Um, I think he gets assassinated. <laughs> and I just love the idea that there's a whole factory of people and scientists in lab coats trying to get ketchup flavor just right i i there so there'll be people out there doing that for barbecue sauce but in like a, their kitchen or their garage where they set up as like the barbecue sauce place <laughs> yeah and yeah. their entire focus is on getting the flavor just right think of remember? all the homebrew sauces that just never make it to market as well you yeah know? a people, lot of jealously guarded yeah, sauces people that, who that just people have their own like. recipe and they're like you know they're known in their friend circles, like, hey, Reggie's got some really good homemade sauce. You yeah. can't buy that on. You can't buy that off the shelf and, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Well, Reggie's jizzing in the sauce. That's uh, why he doesn't share the secret. They secret say that uh, they it's say jism. that all great artists imbue their work with uh, a, a personal touch. You know? <laughs> what would you do? Kurt <laughs> Cobain used to jizz like... on his art. Apparently, this was a. This Here's was the a thing, thing, okay? If you're imagine you are like. You've dedicated your life to ketchup, okay? Mm. And it turns out that one day someone brings in this sauce and it's amazing. And you're like, oh my God, this is this is blown my mind. This is the best sauce. We need to we need to get this into production, right? But then you find out that he jizzed in it, mm. right? That's the secret ingredient. How do you then, you know, how do you then take that? How I'll tell you, you what you that? do. You then dedicate you your life that? to finding how to make something taste exactly like jizz. So you can add that instead. Right. So you can add that instead and say it's a, it's just a special savory flavoring that we add, a patented flavoring. And you don't tell anyone that you've spent millions of pounds and years of your life dedicated to making a seasoning that tastes exactly like man juice. I see. Is this why they keep the recipes secret yes. in like the KFC? And yeah, the that's the Colonel's special this. seasoning is, you know, some old, some old quite geezers uh, jizz. Yeah. I know this one comes up a lot, you know, like the people with the, with the <laughs> recipe for Coke and for Heinz ketchup and stuff that can't travel together or whatever. Man, how embarrassing would it be if you were the guy responsible for making uh, edible uh, taste just like jizz, jizz, um, and then you but and you had to tell somebody you couldn't travel with your colleagues because uh, it, just in case the recipe was lost because you all died on the same plane or whatever, you know? I right. I just think that would suck. Mm. <laughs> you're getting out. You're getting his keys. You're leaving. Get his keys. He's out. <laughs> I'm out. You've had it. I've had enough. I dropped the mic. <laughs> Are you what? Like you have a there's a plane crash in the Andes. Yeah. You know. And the secret and... recipe for can't believe it's not jizz has been lost today and, and national tragedy when uh, all four CEOs of the company died in the same plane crash like it just i guess it would make a good headline but at the same time come on would that be part of the bean spill you know i mean when you go out do you need to do this wikileaks sort of bean spill i like it i kind of like it but the problem is is that the danger is of course that if this is all centralized you know it 
it, the danger is it gets like hacked, right? Mm. And it gets released early, and then it ruins everything. Well, right? I think, I think people are so scared, safe, right? So here's my question. Here's my question. They lock these recipes away. Blah blah blah. But there must come a point where someone has to actually make this well, flavoring. It's it's of course it, it's it's right. people doing small parts of it, right? So nobody gets right, the but, overall. Are they picture. not allowed oh, right. to hang out? Are they not allowed to hang out? No, because so they it's talk. Probably... What did you do today? Oh, I took sugar and added this to it. How much did oh, you I put took... in? I you yeah, know exactly. I can't tell you that, Billy. You know, like it's right. The, but you're the... relying on. I guess if you spread the information thinly enough throughout the organization, so that everybody does one small part. Nobody actually knows what the whole looks like. And they would all have to get together. And you keep the sites separate yeah. and different. Maybe you set them against each other, the different departments. Yeah. And uh, and I suppose that in that way. But then at the same time, you then do need to get a certain number of ingredients that you purchase every every uh, month or whatever to make it whatever it is you're making. Anyone with a brain should be able to figure out What's well, happening here? I'm sure many have, but the thing is, I think the whole system is so convoluted that if you're trying to figure it out, it would take you a little while to figure it out. And in the process of trying to figure it out, the man is on to you. Like they realize. Mm. And then they I let mean, you, you get be right to the end where you're like, that's it. I found the final measurement for the amount. There's like three ingredients in Coke, which is the, the, the funniest <laughs> thing. I, I, yeah. I found out the, the final measurement and then pow, you're dead. They right. just shoot you. You think it's some, again, a man in black style. I, I think it's all a marketing gimmick, right? And because first of all, anything like this, A, has to be incredibly consistent. The whole point of Coke and the Heinz ketchup is that they taste exactly the fucking same. So the recipe has to be incredibly clear and easy to follow by a lot of people in a lot of different manufacturing plants. It hasn't got one manufacturing plant for Coke. It's manufactured all over the fucking world. Secondly, it's manufactured locally to local tastes, right? And so Coke is used, you know, we use sugar here. They use corn syrup there. It's used, it's different recipes, different things for every different country. And it tastes different all over the place mm. according to where it's needed, especially with fast food restaurants. But this idea of this mystical secret recipe gives it some allure, like it's somehow better, when in fact it's clearly A, the cheapest, B, it changes to keep using the cheapest ingredients, and C, it's local to what ingredients are available in that country or what is applied, needs to be applied. So, so it, it, it's entirely a, a false idea, right, this secret recipe used to, to sell us things. But it, we, like, we like buying into that illusion. We like the mystery. We like the, the lie. Um, and so it, it, it's, not, it's a fun story that is just clearly we should have grown up and and realize that it's bogus. Anyone in a Coke factory knows what the fucking ingredients right. are to make Coke. It's sugar, some fucking do you, vegetable Do you want to know what it is? It's <laughs> yeah, go no, on. I, want, I, I, I like living, actually. It's a three-dram extract of coca. You're going to tell uh, us, and then we're just going to get suddenly shot. I don't care. Three ounces of citric acid, one ounce of caffeine. <laughs> don't tell us. 30 do pounds of life? sugar. Two and a half gallons of water, two pints of lime oh juice, an God, ounce of man. vanilla, a one and a half ounces of caramel. You might as well just be saying Candyman three times in your mirror at midnight right now. <laughs> and this is apparently the secret 7X formula. Uh, I don't know right. what that means. Alcohol, eight ounces. Orange oil, 20 sure. drops. Cinnamon what? oil, 10 drops. Lemon oil, 30 drops. Coriander oil, five drops. Nutmeg oil, 10 drops. Neroli oil, 10 drops. Wow. That's in every Beals recipe book of Some Coca-Cola fan is going to write in and say, actually, Lewis, Fort Knox has the secret recipe sealed within a vault 
that was sealed by John S. Pemberton in 1886. It was John Pemberton, correct. So, I mean, ugh, like, was it if, you're, if you're writing that email to PFLAX right now, stop it. Just delete it. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about how Coke is actually some kind of holy grail. They have a um, vault. Stop drinking sugar, poison sugar. They, they have a vault. Just don't do it. It must be a joke because it's got a palm print ID thing on it. It's it's clearly a joke. What was the thing about the, the, the Coke logo where you could you could <laughs> see somebody smoking crack or something? Like it was it was like like cleverly hidden, but it looks like Oh, yeah, that, that was in, in the one of the advertisements. It was a, a lady... A naked lady or something like they yeah. concealed stuff the artist concealed stuff in an ice cube reflection or something like that right yeah there's all kinds of stuff like that i mean there was a big thing i, th I think it was probably in the 70s maybe even the 60s where they talked about subliminal advertising as a thing and they'd flash images at people and stuff it never worked uh as i understand it it's it's been disproven as a uh, as pseudoscience but uh I think subliminal advertising is, as a concept was oh my God. interesting, but, but gibberish. Bing Crosby's last words were Coca-Cola. He <laughs> said, he just finished a round of golf in Madrid. He shot an 85 and said, that was a great game of golf, fellas. Let's go have a Coca-Cola. And then he collapsed and died of a heart attack. Well, Bing Crosby Walt, Disney, Walt Disney's last words were Kurt Russell. Really? Really? Yeah. He just said Kurt Russell and then died. I don't know why, but interesting. <laughs> Maybe he was trying to tell us something. He was trying to say I hope mine is Chris Coca-Cola and it came out. Kurt Russell, you hope yours is Chris Waddle? Chris Waddle, yeah. That's the last thing I want to say. <laughs> He's trying to tell us something. Was he trying to say Coca-Cola? Did he want a what did he oh, quick give him a Coca-Cola? Oh man. He's dying. Bing Crosby died of a heart attack? I did not know that. My, uh, my, my, I'm not really, really up to, uh, up to scratch on my Bing lore. I, like, uh, I'm aware of him, but I don't know much about him, you know? Like, well, I think it's because golf courses carry a certain amount of risk, interestingly. Yeah. How many, um, um how many, uh, micro, um, well, well, nine people were killed by lightning strikes on golf courses really? between two, between 2006 and 2016. And then if you have a heart attack on a golf course, uh, you're incredibly likely to die because there's no defibrillators, you're miles from anywhere, and there's no way to Imagine it was like a, like a one quickly. or the other. You had a like a, a chance to die, but you also had a chance to have like a really supercharged game of golf after getting struck. Well, this is it. The golf, like it the exercise of, of doing the golf decreases your chance of having a heart attack. But if you have one when you're out there, you're much more likely to die. Mm. Well, um, yeah, I guess it's, so it's, it's, it's harder another for one of the those... uh, ambulance and stuff to get to you. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Things to huh? think about. Interesting, eh? interesting stuff. So maybe do golf, but maybe don't stay near trees. Well, when just, it's raining, when it rains, just go Try home. Try not to have I a mean, heart attack while you're out there as well. They turn off roller coasters when, this, when the rain comes in because they're worried about storms. You should be worried too. You're holding a piece of metal in a wide open space. Just get, yeah. get in the golf cart and oh, get the fuck course. out of course. Yeah, I thought, like, I figured that people are getting struck by lightning. Like, if it starts pouring rain or whatever, you hide under a tree, you have a, a chance. But I suppose, yeah, if you're holding, like, your your club. Yeah. I mean, you're carrying I mean, yeah, around I guess a bunch they're of... Very, I guess because they're very flat. It, it's a very you're still, flat you're, area. You're a bump. Yeah. You're a bump in the landscape. I mean, you, I think what you should do is lie down in a bunker. We'll get in that bunker. Right. That's what it's called. A That's why it's pit, called that. I mean, the sand pit. They're called it. It's called a sand. We well, are not supposed pit. to go. You're yes. not supposed to stand under trees in lightning storm because the no. lightning can shatter the tree and just kill well, you with more, the shards. I think more importantly, you can get electrocuted probably because 
you're, you're, you'd be a, another conductor for the lightning once it hits you the wanna tree. You want to be in your car, right? During uh, if you if because the because the uh, I think a car is good. The tires will insulate tires, you and yeah, stuff like they, that. Yeah, they'll keep you that grounded makes or sense. whatever. Right? What about yeah, what, what about having your windows open during a thunder and lightning storm? Like... I, I tend to stay away from the window. I know that um, one time we were <laughs> I would, this would have been me and me, me and Mrs F were going out. Uh, this is quite early days. This would have been 1995, and there was a big thunderstorm over her house. And where she lived at the time was quite sort of rural, and there was a field and her house and we'd watch this thing about how lightning finds its way to the ground and it sends out if you ever watch a slow-mo of a lightning bolt you see all these other little tendrils coming off it yeah and they're all trying to find a route if you like not like intelligently but it's just when it finds the optimal route the lightning is naturally conducted along that channel and you'll often see and hear these little clicks around you that are like static and that's probably one of the feelers finding its way down sort of thing because we were looking out the window and we heard this massive click like it sounded like like sort of like a snap or like a genuine snap right near us just as the lightning hit the ground and we figured that might have been one of those sort of little feelers that the lightning puts out before it uh it hits the ground and decided that hitting me in her window looking out at the thunderstorm was not as pog as just smashing into the ground so that's what it did holy crap lightning's terrifying nature good old nature i always forget yeah. like how um how badass it is it's nuts I'm like, like, like you, you see footage of like flooding and stuff and you just realize holy crap like if if where i live decided to flood like what can you do there's nothing you yeah. can do about it it's just gonna yeah. absolutely wreck everything i didn't i mean didn't we speak about this the other week the one cubic meter of water where is a ton yeah so when you see those rivers going along and it's not very deep it needs to be a meter deep and that's tons and tons and tons and all the water behind it pushing it because you can't compress water. No. It ain't going anywhere. So it's just going to shove everything out of the way. You've got no chance. You've got no chance. Mm, yeah. Water is uh, amazing stuff. It really is, yeah. It's, it's, it's bad. Uh, especially, well, especially when it's fucking coming in through your fucking ceiling <sighs> on the old bloody boiler pot. scalding. Pops. Speaking of that, I better actually go because the plumber is... Still due, uh, over five days later. Oh, excellent! Yep, you can um, always trust tradespeople for sure. You got to pre, you got to get ready as well. You got to get your turtleneck, your, your, your waterproof turtleneck on, and everything. Like, come on, get that tin yeah. of beans ready. To, yeah, to hell yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, th th we'll be we'll be back. Uh, this will be the proper last proper podcast in a while because of the old uh, trips the, away. The, but the summer got some other stuff. Yeah. Summer we got hiatus. some other stuff prepared. We got some mailbag episodes. We got some some random junk, yeah. extra crap that we recorded. So enjoy that, and we'll see you soon. Have an enjoy these have couple a great weeks of summertime. summertime yeah. P flex. Yeah, enjoy you. your. You guys too. Everybody have a enjoy wonderful summer. America. Thanks. We'll meet up on the other side. We'll have tons to talk about. Oh man, so much to talk about. I got, I got keep, a new. I got a new boiler going in this summer. I got Ooh, a new water tank wow. on the subject of Jealous. water tanks. We got a little trip planned. Amazing. Holy shit! All right, keep a journal. Keep a diary. Yeah. Yeah, I want to hear. Good idea. I want to hear from you guys. All right. Well, look. Thank you, everyone. Uh, see you soon. We we'll love see you. See you soon. And uh, be good to each other. All right. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.